Welcome to the Next Level Soul podcast, where we ask the big questions about life. Why are we here? Is this all there is? What is my soul's mission? We attempt to answer those questions and more by bringing you raw and inspiring conversations with some of the most fascinating and thought-provoking guests on the planet today. I am your host, Alex Ferrari. I've always wanted to help the audience take their soul to the next level, so I've partnered with Mind Valley and other amazing free courses on spirituality, mind, body, soul, longevity, wealth, and so much more. All you need to do is go to nextlevelsoul.com forward slash free. Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the show, its host, or any of the companies they represent. Now, today on the show, we have channeler Cindy Edison. And Cindy and I have a channeled conversation about humanity's great shift of consciousness, what is happening to humanity and mankind in general, and where we're all going in the coming years. This one is one for the record books, guys. So let's dive in. I'd like to welcome to the show, Cindy Edison. How are you doing, Cindy? Alex, I'm so grateful to be here. How are you? I'm good. I, I'm. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm excited to talk to you about your journey and to meet Joseph. Uh, they are an interesting collective, to say the least, and pretty profound teachings that they are, are trying to get to the world. And hopefully this conversation will expose their teachings to even more and more people around the world. So I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. We appreciate you having us. So the first question I have for you is, what was your life like before this insanity that is channeling? <laughs> you know, that's a that's an interesting question because I don't remember a lot of it. My childhood, I would deem as kind of loveless, um, uh, a lot of fear. I only say that now because I have the contrast. So it's not a sad thing to me. It's just a recognition of what it was um, mm-hmm. and the situation. I was fly by the seat of your pants, uh, really never had guidance um, from anyone, or I didn't believe that I did. And I'm excluding my, excusing my mother from this because it's not her, but there was a whole situation. But um, yeah, so big family, upstate New York, small town. Um, you know, it was peaceful, but fearful, you know, no guidance kind of thing. Um, I spent 35 years in advertising, which I absolutely loved, and mm-hmm. creative advertising. Uh, moved around a bit with that, and um, you know, it was it was just a no plan kind of life. It was very, I would say, mundane, fearful, mm-hmm. fear fear based, really. Right, and you were basically just playing the game of life and not yeah. thinking about anything else other than the exterior, yeah. essentially. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. So at what point did, uh, for lack of a better word, start, did you start hearing voices <laughs> when they started yes. coming? And when you did, and when you started hearing these guys uh, or these, this, this collective start talking to you, did you think you were losing your mind? <laughs> because a normal human being would think you know, this. Um, well, I, I never considered myself normal. I was always drawn to channels. You're in um, advertising. Never, so you're obviously not normal. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> But I was always drawn to channels. I always had friends that dragged me to channels and psychics, and I loved it. I just was fascinated by it. Never considered that I would ever take that route. I mean, it was never anything like that. Okay. Um, but and I had a lot of inklings. Now that I look back, you know, now that I know more, um, I can see where it was um, mm-hmm. in my younger years. And um, when they started talking, um, I was thrilled and nervous. But I couldn't stop. I'm a laptopper. So I was typing, sat down to write an article. And all of a sudden, I was typing, Dear Cindy. And it was a nine page letter that came through um, that was very odd when I go back and read it now, very odd at that time for me. Um, But I wasn't afraid of it. It was a loving feeling. I knew what that was. It was something different than I'd ever experienced before. but it, no, it never scared me. I was always interested in what some refer to as the paranormal. You know, I don't consider it that. But, 
you know, the other side, the other, the other explanation of things. So it started as automatic writing, but then it kind of evolved into what you're doing now with Joseph. Well, yeah. And I still do a lot of writing. I mean, everything, the books are all channeled. Um, and I write with them mostly like we have ongoing conversations all day long. And, um, I mean, they're like, I don't even I don't even know how to separate them from me. And they're applauding me right now because I'm finally getting that, you know, that we are one in the first letter. I remember two things distinctly that they said that that I keep um, in front of my mind all the time. And that is we are the same and live it. And now as time has gone on, you know, it's been many years. um, I still know why they said those two things to me, you know. We are one. They've always said that for years they started our conversations by saying, um, you may begin, you are loved, we are one. And that's when I knew they were there then. So from what I've heard that from so many channels I've spoken to that your nervous system has to be kind of primed to receive this energy. Did you, was it just a simple, did you start it off? How does it feel when it, when they come in? Was it an energy jolt? Do you get drained? What is your process? No. Um, You know, I tried to look at other channels in the beginning when they were first talking to me, um, because all I was doing in the beginning was writing. It's all conversational. And I have every one of them, thousands of them. And it just, it was just a refocus. And I would always ask them, how do I do this? How do I start speaking you? How do I just focus, just focus, just focus? So, but I never got it. You know, I would look at other channels and say, why am I not like that? Or why am I not like that person? Why don't I go into a trance? Right. Right? Right. And they kept saying, Cindy, all you have to do is focus. We are teaching new, you know, later in the years, we are teaching new earth perspective. And the trance is not necessary unless it helps you. And you, we're telling you, you don't need to do that. All it is is refocusing on a different vibration. Their entire message is vibrational foundation for everything, and it clears everything up. <laughs> so yeah, so you don't go into a trance. So it's not no. you're, you, yeah. So you're a channel that can basically they're on twenty four seven. Yes, sitting in the bed. All right. So um, Joseph teaches that the human is a phys- the physical aspect of the soul. Just like God made man in his image, we're talking about vibrational image, consciousness. And so we have we all have that consciousness within us and that's part of our physical vibration. And it's where our um loving emotions come from. That's how we know when we're in alignment, when we feel love and peace and joy. That's that part of our physical vibration speaking to us and saying, you're in alignment, you're in alignment, keep going, it feels good, it feels good, right? Well, we're in the contrast in order to choose what I say, choose our way out of the third dimension. This shift in, in consciousness is a shift in perspective from the perspective of fear to the perspective of pure love. So we're moving as we have been in the third dimension for eons of time lifetime after lifetime we have expanded that our us you me our human aspect of our unique soul through timelines through third dimensional timelines taking on more light if you will every time we come back because as we expand our soul expands and so when our soul refocuses into the human aspect it has expanded by way of its soul's vibration of love But we pick up that contrasting vibration of the human, our experiences in the third dimension, you know, our beliefs that we pick up, the teachings, the understandings that have come up with us through time, you know, Mm -hmm. that don't fit in this new perspective anymore. So the way we understand um, our opportunity to choose is by being in the contrast. And we choose the vibration of who we really are, and that is our soul's eternal path. But when we're in the contrast and we Mm -hmm. are making choices and decisions based on out of alignment, talk about that in a second, out of alignment beliefs that are not in alignment with our soul's perspective, our soul's consciousness of who we really are, that's when we mess up. We don't mess up. We never mess up. But that's when it goes awry. That's when we step off the path, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And we keep attracting that. So Joseph describes our 
the choosing ground as being under two umbrellas. We try to make it really simple. There's two umbrellas of thought, really two umbrellas of vibration that are not in agreement with each other. So there's no manifestation, okay? One is the pure love and one is the contrast. We have both of those within us by way of our soul and by way of the physical contrasting vibration of the human, mm -hmm. okay? We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. So every time you make a choice, you're choosing from underneath one of those umbrellas. If you're choosing from fear, what most people call fear, which is anything, jealousy, loneliness, revenge, all the stuff that's not love, and those thoughts, unlimited thoughts that are under that umbrella, you get that manifestation, you live that manifestation. And unfortunately, I say unfortunately, they don't say it's ever unfortunate because it's all a learning process mm -hmm. of learning of who we really are. Um, it's a choosing process. So when we start looking at our beliefs that we have accumulated through all of our lifetimes in the third dimension, most of them are out of alignment because they were on the timelines that were out of alignment, but they're all evolving. So Joseph comes in, you know, for their example, uh, Joseph comes in as the evolved one collective group speaking from the evolved consciousness of Seth and Abraham, which means they tell us that. So we have a frame of reference to, to uh, see our own evolution of consciousness, our own consciousness, because the message that Seth started with, you create your own reality, you know, expanded through uh, Abraham and Esther, and it just blew up. And now there are, as the consciousness expands, more teachers join forces to teach from that consciousness. And this is the consciousness that we are moving into as a human collective. And yes. that consciousness has no fear. Beautiful. Now, everything that you just said, how much of it was you remembering teachings and how much of it was Joseph? It's a, it's a, it's mostly them, but I understand it. It's it. I can feel that. Yeah, I can feel. And when I and I when I'm rambling like that, it's always um, <laughs> they're ramblers, but I'm a rambler, too. So that's why we get along so well. Um, but yes, they we we get on this topic. Yes, they are always front and center when it comes to these conversations. Yeah. So let me ask you, when did when you decided to finally come out of the channeling closet? Yeah. Uh, how was that for the people around you, your colleagues? I mean, I've been in the advertising industry for a long time, uh, yeah. uh, and I know that I don't. I know them people, uh, <laughs> and they are creative, but yet they're you know. Yeah. Uh, how did that work out? So I'm just curious. How did they deal with it, and how did you deal with it psychologically? Well, I didn't talk about it when I was still in advertising. When I left advertising, that's when most of the channeling started. I was into it and studying some things. I had been. Uh, prodded, let's say, by turned out to be Joseph. I didn't know who it was for many years, um, but I I was being prodded. So I didn't know where it was going. I didn't know until 2009 where it was going. Um, lost a, uh, lost my youngest brother, thinks I'm crazy. Told my mother, don't talk to her anymore. She thinks God talks to her. Um, and that just makes me laugh. A lot of people, not a lot, you know, relatively speaking, um, my family, they don't really say much. I don't know what they think about it. Um, my brother, my one brother who I'm pretty close to, he supports me, but he has no idea what I'm doing. Um, but you know, so it's not, and I don't, I don't know, people are, some people are fascinated by it and some people are just afraid, you know, they think it's evil. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. The old demon, the old positive demon talk. That's I, I, that's a thing I always find fascinating. People like they're demons man, they're doing their job really wrong because it's pretty profound, positive stuff that's coming out of their mouth. Yeah, like, And it's all love. I, it's all love. It's, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of movies. I didn't see a lot of demons talking about love. I mean, yeah, no <laughs> kidding. I had, when I first started channeling, I started um, talking to the dead people and that came very spontaneous to me. And I never doubted that I could do it because for me, it's just, reaching out to a vibration. You know, I understand how your focus brings, you know, you're inviting something. And it was very easy for me. And I had a couple of Southern Baptist, wonderful uh, friends 
who uh, brought me Bible scriptures and said, you are practicing evil and you need to stop doing this. And, and sitting in front of me are these people who are healing, you know, and crying from love, from from now understanding that their loved ones are are happy and peaceful and still here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's all about perspective. And- well, it seems like you handled it pretty well, uh, psychologically. I don't really care going through it. what people Good. Think. <laughs> good i really care good. i mean it's too strong i couldn't not do it you know right most of us we can't not do it yeah and, and a lot of people always think like oh they're scamming i'm like there's such easier ways to hustle <laughs> and and to scam people i mean geez man if, it, if this is the hustle the yeah. i mean it's like yes because the channels are rolling around in the cash um it's, it's unbelievable. just yeah, it's, it's yeah. You, you alienate everybody you know, and you put yourself right. out there as someone who's talking to voices. And there, and if there's something b- besides what you're truly doing, which is trying to help people behind that, man, there's yeah. just easier ways to do it's, things. That's scam well, people, yeah, man. A lot less painful in the beginning, right. but yeah, exactly. I, I see comments, you know, she's just doing it for the money. And I go, really? Where's that? You know, oh, and my, and my favorite is, is uh, oh, they're just doing it to sell books. I'm like, if anyone knows. <laughs> yeah, they don't, obviously uh, don't know. <laughs> unless your last name is King or Rolling, it's not making yeah. a whole lot of cash. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so as you've been doing this work, has there been an instance that your channeling has had a profound effect on somebody's life? Yes. Um, I I think it has shifted a lot of people now that, you know, what we teach is pretty profound and it's not commonly understood yet. And, um, and Joseph has told me many times, you know, you think you're ready to, to branch out, but the, the collective is not ready to hear it because we're talking about really, I guess, quantum physics in a way we're talking about vibration and people don't understand vibration and it scares them. But, you know, like the whole ego thing, that's our favorite subject this is what they started with in their first book the whole perspective of the ego is completely different and i remember um someone i was talking to she said i love your perspective i love joseph's perspective of the ego it is it feels so good and it feels so right but eckhart tolle doesn't say that so i'm going to stick with his description and so you know and of course i say you know whatever whatever you think is right but that is that is a great description of our belief system, you know, that's an out of a, I mean, I'm not, I, I, all teachers, whatever they're teaching is wonderful and it's all for Mm -hmm. a purpose. I get that. Our perspective is perspective without fear. And, and, you know, as the human collective, we don't really know how to live without fear. We've never done it, not in this body. But the thing is that when people say something like that, it's because they've now built a new foundation based on this. And if I admit that what I've built my foundation is different than, or I don't believe it anymore, then the ego comes into play like, well, you have been foolish or you've been lied to. And like, and it starts to, to rock the foundation a bit. And so when these new ideas come up, it's hard for people to, to assimilate new ideas. Even something that like they admit that they like, Joseph's ideas better and it rings truer to them, but like, but I can't break away from this foundational idea that I've already set into stone. And if I move from this, it's going to do a chain reaction. Whereas opposed to being very open to all ideas and shifting and moving, because if that's the case, then you would still believe in the Easter bunny and Santa because that's my rock side. Well, you mean Santa doesn't, doesn't exist it has to exist. Like, what do you mean? And if you change that foundation, it rocks the world. Luckily that information is provided to children early on. (laughs) It doesn't allow to 20 year olds that still believe in Santa. (laughs) Well, it's, it's a fun belief, you know, it's a really fun belief. (laughs) I had to go through it with my kids and they finally like started asking questions. I'm like, we don't lie to you, but wasn't it fun? Yeah, it was really fun. And it's, everybody's in on it. Yeah. There's yeah. industries around it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And they're like, I guess, oh yeah, it was fun. I mean, I would love, yeah. I love waking up with the magic of what was going to happen. But anyway, yeah. we're going me off too. Track. Me too. So let me ask you, what is the most challenging part of being a channeler? 
trusting the information, I think. Mm. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't really care what anybody thinks because I feel the truth in it. And mm. I see the shift in myself, um, you know, about this perspective that is a huge subject. It's, it's, it's almost, you know, it's the, how do you eat an elephant question? You know, where do you begin? Because it's a shift in everything. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And um, when you understand the vibrational component to it, um, it makes it easier. But then again, people don't understand it. And so that's difficult for me um, because it seems so easy for me now. And I, and I want to shake people and go, no, just think about it this way, because everything is a belief. Your belief in the ego, what you have as a belief in the ego is very real to you. And the belief that I have in the ego is completely opposite of what you have and is very real to me. But I live a much more peaceful life, I can tell you, because I don't have that monkey on my back because I understand what it is. And what it comes down to is nobody's right or wrong. It's just a perspective and it's a belief. And we can choose to believe anything we want based on the experience we want to have because our beliefs create our experiences. So if you believe in something Fear. If you believe you're unworthy, which we all kind of grew up with some aspect of that, right? If you have a belief that you're unworthy, then that has many tributaries that run off throughout your life, you know, in your relationships, your career, your relationships with your spouse or whatever. Um, that unworthy belief carries a lot of weight, you know, in the third dimension and it's out of alignment. So you have a, an experience that's out of alignment. You have many experiences that are out of alignment with who you really are. And that's why people say, you know, this is not fun. It's supposed to be fun. And understanding brings that expansion. It's the understanding of who we really are. And that's where vibration comes in. It's very, it's very, very true. It's, 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 uh, it's, it is the circle of life as uh, they say in the Lion King. Uh <laughs> So do you mind if, uh, well, Joseph's here. So I have a bunch of questions for Joseph. Um, so yeah. when, when he, when they kind of come through you, they've been kind of talking through you here and there through this conversation, right. but when it's direct conversation or, or direct questions for them specifically, is it going to be different a little bit in the way you're, you're like, cause I know I've heard channels like, like yourself, the like question the information and sometimes the channel, the entities will go, hold on a second. We need to talk to, to John because John is not accepting what we're talking about. Let us explain to John first and things like that, which is always fascinating to me. Well, if there's a word that I'm trying, you know, I get blocks of thought. So, um, and I'm pretty well blended with them now mm-hmm. after all these years. So um, if I, it's, it will be them, but um, you know, I just kind of, people say step aside. I don't know how to do that. I just kind of take a seat and start listening. Um, and I throw my two cents in, it's a blended, you know, um, and we're exampling what we all can do. You don't have to go into a trance to hear your soul. You know, it's part of your vibration. It's a focus. It's just a focus. So I would just, I just focus on you and your question and they answer it. They'll answer it. All right. So let's, let's get to it. it First question. First question. Can you explain the concept of multidimensional selves in simpler terms? (laughs) There are many, many aspects, unlimited aspects of the soul. We we refer to God as collective soul, and each soul is unique, and each soul has unlimited, unique aspects. One of which is, and one of which is, everybody has their own soul. This is unique. Every aspect is unique, vibrationally. So multidimensional aspects are vibrations. They are they are vibrational. I want to say blobs. They're you know it's a vibrational activity on a vibrational timeline, and the timeline where that aspect of the soul is, and we have been on many unlimited timelines in the third dimension and before we came here. 
um, to the third dimension and we evolve. You evolve through a consciousness. So every time you experience a timeline, that aspect of that that is in agreement with that timeline, that aspect of your soul, you have experienced many different timelines that are in agreement with the third dimension. So every aspect of you is still alive and well. This is where past life regression is. Past lives come in. They are um, they are accessed by way of your focus. Focus on an experience, something that will jolt that remembrance, that memory. The We call them memories, but they're actually in your vibration. It's an experience that's part of your physical vibration. So every aspect that on multi-dimensions, unlimited dimensions, there are aspects of you, some that the human collective cannot even fathom to understand at this point. Um, but that's what it is. It is held within your physical vibration. Every lifetime you've lived is held within your physical vibration. And your physical vibration is as unique and your fingerprints are a manifestation of your physical vibration that you carry uniquely of your soul. Is that why we carry with us sometimes ailments or scars or DNA that is generational because of that yes uh yes all illness you refer to it as illness we um we don't we don't want to say believe in healing it's not a healing from our perspective it's an evolution because the contrast your out of alignment vibration is what causes every ailment whether it's emotional or physical every single ailment is a is a is a signature of an out of alignment belief very difficult for our human aspects who are especially those who are suffering um, to understand that at the core of everything is the physical vibration at the core of every illness that's why babies are born with cancer and they're born with illness until that vibration is evolved shifted beyond where there is no vibrational agreement for the contrast that manifests as that illness, because it will keep repeating itself. This is what where karma comes in too, which is a different perspective. But the, as long as the vibration is alive and well, uh, through your beliefs, understandings, experiences that you've carried through many, many, many lifetimes, it will continue to manifest until you shift the vibration. And that's not changing the belief, that's adopting and conjuring a new belief from a new timeline that is not in vibrational agreement with the belief that caused the illness. Makes sense. Oddly <laughs> enough, makes sense. I hope you follow it. You know, it's a, it's like I said, it's a big subject that all relates to vibrational agreement. Everything at the core starts with the vibration. Everything we mm. experience is vibrational non-physical first and by way of our focus we bring it into our physical experience and so how do how does the law of attraction work at the molecular or quantum level we're going to sound very repetitive because the law of attraction is um is the law of vibration and vibrational agreement vibrational agreement every single manifestation um every desire you have every experience that you have had, emotional, physical, relational, doesn't matter what it is, is a manifestation of vibrational agreement. Some are in alignment, some are out of alignment. Mostly the human collective is out of alignment. The dominant collective vibration is out of alignment. That's why you're seeing the chaos that you have. So the law of attraction is the law really of vibration. Every universal law, we call them the universal truths. Um, because they are vibrational at their foundation, every single one of them. And it all has to do with vibrational agreement. So law of attraction is as you focus, you are inviting that matching non-physical vibration into your awareness. And the more you focus on it, the more it expands your awareness of it. And ultimately it manifests as your physical experience. Now, if you're in alignment, that experience will be a loving experience. If you're out of alignment, not so much. So, so that's when, like, when you're 
you start thinking of buying a Tesla and you hadn't seen any Teslas in your neighborhood and all of a sudden you're driving around, you're like, I see Teslas everywhere. Exactly right. We always say, don't think about the red ball. <laughs> Try not yeah. to think about the, the pink elephant in the room. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And everybody listening just saw a pink elephant in their mind's eye. Exactly. You know, and that's how it, and, and as you focus on that pink elephant, you will see one. You will see <laughs> one somewhere in a picture on the TV. You will see and once you recognize that you are the creator of, of every experience through your focus, which is the invitation, the law of attraction, doesn't care why you're focusing on it, doesn't care if it's in or out of alignment, it just works. There's no judgment here. It just mm -hmm. works. It just brings you what you're asking for. And, and you ask by way of your focus. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Now, my next question is, can you provide any practical steps for achieving self-realization? Define self-realization from your perspective, if you would. Self-realization is understanding who we truly are as a soul, as a piece of God, and to elevate past the need for three-dimensional thinking or living or experiencing. Yes. Yes. Um, there is certainly um, not a need. It's always a choice. The third dimension is a choice, but uh, it is a, it is a choice uh, for expansion. That is the purpose of, of every incarnation in the third dimension. And that is the expansion of the Godhead, uh, of the soul. Because every time you expand your physical aspect, your soul expands, which expands God. It's a, it's a ripple effect of a vibration. Um, so the realization of, or the awareness, we'll say the the expansion of the awareness of who you really are, is achieved, experienced um, by way of your focus on your soul's vibration. Now that experience will happen to everybody on the new earth. You know, we are we are vibration of the new earth. That's why we're here now um, to try to. You know, push love and 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 understanding because when you understand where you are and you understand that you are creating your experiences, that's when you can start to create the experiences of who you really are, as opposed to those of not who you really are. You know, it's understanding is at the base. So the best way to do that is focus on love, focus on love, focus on love in every decision. Joseph says. Choose love in all resolution. In all resolution, there is always a loving solution. Because when you look at alignment, um, you are not looking at the problem. You cannot resolve an issue from the vibration where the issue was created ever. So you must look in a different perspective. Um, and that's what it is. The, the soul's eternal path is paved with love. And it is, and that is your eternal path too. And when you're focused on it, your the events that are pre-planned, not the experience, the events, and the events are events of vibrational agreement and expansion. And that happens when you're focused on alignment because that's where you expand your awareness. So you have to be aware first of who you are and why you why you are. You have to be aware of why you are, why you're here, and that is to expand this aspect. Now, can you give us any advice on how we can connect to our inner guidance system? Same thing. The answer is the same. It is focus on alignment. People ask us that a lot. How do I focus on alignment? Focus on love. We say, choose a person. Choose, you know, when you first tell your girls the first time, I'm sure you can feel that now. You can feel mm -hmm. that expansive love. That's alignment. That is the feeling of alignment. So the best way to um, experience it is to relive an experience of it that you know is in alignment like that. Or when you're loving your dog or you're in love with somebody or uh, just whatever it is, if it's painting, whatever brings you joy is mm. alignment. And the most important thing is to feel it is to when you when you feel love, you are experiencing alignment. So it's a shift in your perspective about not only understanding it, but feeling it because it's vibrational. And when you start to feel vibration, that's when you can understand 
how to choose because the in alignment vibrations feel good. The out of alignment vibrations don't. So when you are, you know, following your bliss in your life, whether that be art, whether that be engineering, whether that be math, whether that be podcasting, whatever it might be, if you are in alignment and are feeling good doing it, that is an indication of where you should be going, regardless of financial reward, because if you're in alignment, you will be taken care of financially to a certain extent. Now, there is journeys that we all have to go. I was a struggling artist uh, for many, many years, but I always had food on the table. Right. I always, always figured out, need. always had, not what you want, what, what you, you need. need. Exactly. So is that a fair? Uh, yes, fair, absolutely. Uh, spot on. Yeah. The universe supports itself. I mean, you can't be in alignment and have a belief in lack because the, the mm. lack of belief is out of alignment. You know, so the beliefs, you have to really check your beliefs, you know, they're, they work well in third dimension, because third dimension is dominantly out of alignment. So if your belief is out of alignment, you're hanging out in the third dimension and saying, well, this is the way life is. It just sucks. This is, you know, this is it's supposed to be hard and all this stuff. And if you believe life is supposed to be hard, then you will experience a life that is hard. But you don't have to have that belief. We're free to choose the belief. Right. And that's the thing that's so interesting to me is that People, I've heard people say you can never make it as an artist. There's no way you could be a musician or a painter. You can't make a living that way. And yet there's thousands and millions of examples of people making not only a living, but a good living, yeah. not the outside, not the outliers, not the giant stars, just working people that are in the arts following their bliss as an example, uh, as opposed to being the practical way. So it all depends on what your belief system is. If your belief system is I have to be a lawyer and then paint on the weekends and I hate law. Yeah, Yeah, that's what you get. Then it's out of alignment, you know. But isn't that what most of us in the West do? Yes, because the, the dominant vibration is out of alignment. The collective dominant vibration. That's why when all this COVID stuff started, um, you know, I, I just kind of backed up and said, whatever. And, um, and I said to Joseph one day, it was really funny. I said, okay, so they're taking all this stuff away. Um, where am I going to buy my groceries? I'm not going to do that. So where do I buy groceries? And they said, the way will be shown. I'm driving down the street two days later. And I see this market that just opened up and Mm -hmm. I swing in there and like nothing ever happened. And that became Mm -hmm. my market for a year. So, I mean, so that's what I mean about being in alignment. When you focus on alignment, the the doors open because you, your awareness, nobody wants you to fail. You know, your soul Mm -hmm. is your guide. It's the lighthouse. Joseph calls themselves the lighthouse. Um, It is the guide in the third dimension for love, the loving guide. Now, how does the collective consciousness of the universe influence our individual consciousness? It only does if you allow it to. Now, let me explain that. Um, You are always, and part of that story I was telling you before, when all that COVID stuff started, Joseph said, focus only on your own alignment. That's the only thing that really matters right now. Focus on your own alignment, because not only do you do do wonderful stuff vibrationally for the universe by focusing on your own alignment, because the ripple effect, right? Um, you also are still creating your own reality. So it doesn't matter what's going on. You're still creating your own experience of it. So they would, the only thing that is really important to you is your focus. If you believe that the outside world or other planets have a say in your reality and the creation of your unique reality, it's an out of alignment belief because your unique soul is not in, is focused on you and you are not in alignment with other vibrational realms as your focus. You are a human aspect in the third dimension and you have your connection to your higher self, fifth dimension, ninth, whatever it is through your soul. But your focus is here. Your soul's focus on its physical aspect is here. So we say it doesn't matter what's going on out there because you are interested in your own experience 
and your own evolution. So a deep question, what happens to our consciousness after physical death? Your conscious, which consciousness? <laughs> your soul's consciousness? It expands. Yes. It expands. It expands exponentially expands it's expanding all the time it's expanding cindy's expanding it right now because she's having so much fun and the love she feels right now uh for us and for you and for your audience is just expanding the universe her physical aspect however um when she croaks as esther says will remain in the vibrational timeline where there is agreement for it now it will be as we see her now, it will be on the fourth dimension and possibly uh, with us in the fifth. And now that's all up to her as she expands her own awareness. But vibration, your vibration, the body body is not necessary in the higher dimension. So your physical body is always a physical manifestation of your vibration, illness, sickness, whatever, wellness, well-being comes from your soul. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. So your physical vibration remains on the timeline, the consciousness within the consciousness realm that there is vibrational agreement, your soul, the part of you, the only thing you take with you is the love the love that you have experienced while during this episode here. And when you, raise when you rise up when that vibration goes home whatever you want to call it takes all the love with it expands the soul doesn't matter when because it's just a constant continuous expansion of love let me ask you this i i keep hearing the word awareness and i've heard this from multiple people on my show and my perspective on awareness from my own spiritual studies is that when we're born we might have a pin needle of awareness on this space and in this in this dimension. And as we start to widen it, our life becomes fuller. And then when you start getting into the spiritual aspect of awareness, these yogis, these ascended masters, Jesus, Buddha, these kind of these kind of beings, their awareness started to grow, grow, grow where to the point where they can start seeing things that the rest of us can't see yet because they're choosing to see it vibrationally to the point where they're to the point where they're just like, Oh, I figured this game out. I don't need to be here anymore. I can evolve to the next level. Is that a fair statement? I would say that's really, yeah, that's really good. And and the fact that um, there are no limits, first you have to believe that there are no limits to your consciousness, um, you know, and that there is more than the third dimension, you know? Um, So yes. And, and, when this communication is happening in any channel, really, they are communicating with a different consciousness, with a higher vibration than the third dimension. And this is where, but that is through their focus. And that is because they believe they can do it. You can do it. You do it already. And many, 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 we, we all do it. We all have that ability um, if we understand that we are vibrational beings. So, the the yogis god bless them they have mastered the physical experience and mm-hmm. now yes so it's a choice to move on you know been there done that kind of thing and but yeah. but the reason they do it is to expand the physical aspect of their soul because the soul is made up of so many aspects and they're all expanding all the time there are there are aspects coming behind us who are, you know, Joseph gave us a a chart that looks like a a tunnel, black in the middle, and expands out like this with red rings on it uh, to um, visually show the evolution of the human aspect moving through these timelines and the physical vibration as we go and come back and go and come back, the physical vibration, what we would say, lightens up. Uh, because you're moving out of the denseness as you expand your awareness. That's the manifestation of that. Your physical vibration lightens up and as you move forward. Now, this concept I've heard from near-death experiencers and channelers uh, and entities like so collectors from the other side of simultaneous, uh, simultaneous time, 
There is no time on the other side. Everything's happening all at once. Can you explain that if you possibly can for our audience to understand and how it affects our existence here in this time and and, uh, time and space uh, dimension? Well, I think everybody knows, everybody who's listening to you anyway, knows that there's that, that time is a construct of the third dimension. And, and it's part of, you know, it's part of our, our workings here. Um, but the simultaneous movement is, you guessed it, vibrational. So every, every, everything is energy and uh, the vibration is a manifestation, manifestation of movement of that energy. And the vibration, um, the vibration, <laughs> the vibrational, the simultaneous movement is all about vibrational agreement. So when we were talking about the third dimension and the chart they gave us, so you have unlimited timelines in this consciousness, right? In this consciousness, you can picture them spinning around in this consciousness, all happening at once. Everything is constant motion, constant motion. And <laughs> It's it's a big subject, but everything that is in constant motion is always in vibrational agreement. So we are we are in vibrational agreement with the third dimension now in this body. But those aspects we were talking about earlier that are alive and well in our physical aspect are alive and well in those timelines. If we are still there, if you still have out of alignment beliefs and we all do. But if you, you're always, those beliefs are in agreement with the third dimension and an experience that we had. Energy doesn't go away. Vibration doesn't, you can't kill it. It doesn't stop. It just lies dormant until it's focused on again. So the simultaneous movement has obviously nothing to do with time, but our movement through levels of consciousness happens on an event-driven basis. And those events are vibrational agreement of expansion of our awareness when we say ah i get that boom you expand that's why a show like this where these ideas are being flown around so often people are connecting at different levels at different points of conversations and where they are matching certain times in their life and evolution the idea might either plant to see that they grow or understand a year or five years or ten years from now or they get it right away and it expands them a little bit more yeah. and a little bit more. A lot of people don't want to listen to this. It's monotonous because right. it's vibration, vibration. Some some guy said on one of the comments, he said, uh, take a shot every time you hear her say vibration. And that cracked <laughs> me up. I was like, I loved that. I said, thank you for pointing that out. You know, it's so true. But it, um, but the concept of vibration is is, you know, uh, you know, goes back into the 60s. Hey man, I have some good vibes, uh, kind of thing. But Everything is vibrational. Now, quantum physics is telling us that everything is vibrational and everything is energy flowing, you know, and everything's flowing and there's an energy to everything. And everybody, I think everybody's experienced meeting somebody and going, oh, yes, or meeting somebody and going, oh, (laughs) exactly, exactly. So can you, can you kind of clarify the concept of vibrational match in relationships specifically? Yeah, relationships. We get a lot of questions about this. You know, um, when there are what are referred to as toxic relationships, that is just a manifest, again, no judgment from your soul's perspective, but it is just a manifestation of two of an out of alignment relationship, two vibrations that are out of alignment coming together and experiencing each other. So instead of damning the relationship or saying, you know, I keep getting the same thing. I've heard this so many times. I keep getting the same thing over and over and over. That's because you have this vibration that's attracting that. I had it. I had it for most of my relationships that I had, um, you know, and when I started to understand, well, you know, it's not them. I'm attracting that. What am I believing about myself? It's always about you. What are you believing about yourself? And mine was an unworthy belief. And so I'm attracting someone who is also unworthy, but it manifests very differently. They were very arrogant, but that was an un, that was a manifestation of unworthiness in their experience. My unworthiness came through differently. So it doesn't matter what it is. It's either in or out of alignment. So instead of damning the relationship and, and saying, you know, um, 
I'm forced here or I would never have chosen this. No, no, no. You are choosing all the time vibrationally. So you have to look at your manifestations, not damn them, but say, my manifestation is an indication of the vibration that created this. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in a shitty relationship, you know, I have to say, wait a minute, I I'm in this, you know, I created this relationship for myself and you have to look at your beliefs about yourself because that's relationship wise. That's what's attracting, you know, others. A lot of people say, well, I've, I've been in so many bad relationships, all relationships are bad. And that's a belief. That's right. a belief that will continue to manifest. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Yeah. Life is hard. Life is will hard. Be. Right. Yeah. Money, money is hard to get. It's not easy to make. You have to work hard for money. That's these right. I- and that's these ideas. Yes. Yeah. And they have tributaries, those beliefs like that have tributaries that run in every area of your life. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm, if I go around saying I am always broke, I never have enough money. I never have enough money. That vibration <laughs> that I'm focused on, that I'm sending out and inviting back to, to make the vibrational agreement so I can experience that lack I'm asking for, you know, mm-hmm. is sure to come because the universal laws never cease to work. So, you know, the foundation of our message of our being is really um, the universal truths, the universal laws. If you can get those and work within those instead of resisting them, then you live your soul's journey. What is the biggest barrier humans face in understanding and applying your teachings? The understanding of vibration. <laughs> Hold on, I got to take a drink. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've said to them so many times, you got to be kidding me with this. But um, but it, but it really is the whole the whole foundation and people just want an easy way out. They don't want to understand. Oh, yeah. But the thing is that once you understand, like once I understood this, when they first told me a few years ago, we're going to kind of go in the science route. And I said, what? Because I am not a science person. I said, you got to be kidding me. And they said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, well, and so I was floored of how easy it is once I understood the foundation, once I understood the foundation of the vibrational agreement and how we create and manifest all vibrational. That's the problem. That's the biggest problem. People don't get it because we're not taught to think really for ourselves. We're taught a perspective. Mm -hmm. We're not taught. Um, that every time we evolve through a different timeline, we're actually experiencing a different perspective. And the perspective that we're moving into is in complete contrast to the perspective we're living in now. So it's, it's very, shift. yeah, it's very interesting because, you know, I've had, I've had Dr. Bruce Campbell, uh, Bruce Lipton on who talks about the programming we get when we're younger. And it's very true. We are, we're just programmed, you know, that we're inserted software and the educational system that we're raised here, at least in the West, is not built for self-thinking or to think for yourselves. You're built basically to be a factory worker because that's how the whole system was built back that's 150 right. years ago, whatever right. it was. Yeah. Uh, and now the new where we're going doesn't need those kind of workers anymore. They need people to think for themselves and need people to to kind create. of create exactly. Yeah. It's a well, you know, we're creators. I mean, we're all creating Mm -hmm. in every moment. And once you learn how to, um, and it's just by focus, you know, they told me that for years before I finally got it. Focus, focus, focus. Um, once you learn how to focus your vibration and knowing that what you're focused on, you're going to experience changes the game, you know, because you're in total control of your own vibration, nobody or no thing can ever inject something into your vibration if you don't allow it. It's total responsibility in the fifth dimension, total, because it's vibrational and no mm-hmm. one can control your vibration but you. So you must take responsibility for it. Now, can you elaborate on the nature of this upcoming shift or the shift that we're in of human in consciousness? It. Yeah, we're in it. Um, well, first we go to the fourth dimension. You know, I'll try to... Um, put this in easy terms. Not a lot of people talk about the fourth dimension. And when Joseph um, first um, presented it to me, that and the sixth sense, which I thought was very interesting, your sixth sense 
is the sense, your five senses that we use in the physical um, are not necessary, of course, in the fifth dimension. Uh, you will move away from them more in the fourth dimension, but is, it is your sixth sense that becomes activated as you expand your awareness of who you really are, that comes with it because it's vibration. It's your mm -hmm. vibrational acuity. Some people refer to it as the third eye. Um, it's your vibrational acuity, your vibrational understanding of who you really are. So the shift is we're moving from a physical experience, a physical aspect experience into a physical a physical aspect of the soul vibrational experience. We will mm -hmm. still be physical, but it won't be this. We will we will have a body, even in the fourth dimension, we will have our body will shift because your body is a manifestation of your vibration. So the more you, in the fourth dimension, your physical vibration is dominant in your soul's perspective, which means that you are calling out to, focusing, habitually um, uh, focusing on love dominantly, 51%, let's say, as opposed mm -hmm. to the contrast that we're coming out of, you know, where all of our understandings, all of our beliefs are out of alignment and they just keep, you know, expanding. So um, the shift is from physical to vibrational. And when your physical vibration, the more you focus on alignment, the more you focus on love, your physical vibration begins to shift and you're ultimately you're create the you're creating from that vibration so your physical reality takes on that manifestation too so the shift is through the fourth into the fifth dimension where it is all love and we will you know some people call it telepathic communication i've heard um some of the past life guys uh, say it that way and the near-death experiencers say I had a telepathic conversation it's vibrational mm -hmm. uh, because it's a vibrational agreement which is what we have a vibrational agreement where we're exchanging information and so the shift is all about understanding who we are vibrationally so we can move forward because we have got to be a vibrational agreement with the consciousness we're moving into, which is why we say you have to lose all those old beliefs. Those third dimensional beliefs cannot be activated. They don't come with you because there's no vibrational agreement. There's nothing out of alignment in the space of alignment. There's right. no belief in lack. There's no, there's no belief in limits. There's no belief in time. There's no, there's none of that. There's no belief in unworthiness. There's no, all the beliefs that we have accumulated and taken on <laughs> and adopted over thousands and thousands of years still live in our vibration if we still have those beliefs. So we say conjure new beliefs from the, from the foundation of the universal laws or the seven steps to self-discovery and healing. They are so, so it's very it's very similar to if you're going to go uh, and be dropped into the middle of the ocean, you're going to take a bag of hammers with you. Um, they really are not going to be very helpful, nor do they have any use. <laughs> They'll kill you. You can't get in. You know, you can't right. get in. We say, you know, you, you we we have this one post where we do where it's walking upstairs and there's an open door and it's blue sky. And at the bottom of the stairs, there are these two huge dumpsters full of hefty bags. Deposit fear here. You cannot bring it with you. You can't right. bring that vibration. Your physical vibration has to be a match to the consciousness that you are that you're going to experience. You have to prepare for it. You have to include it, not the other way around. So with this great shift that's happening right now, how is it going to affect our institutions and our social <laughs> structures that have been in place for, you know, here in the West uh, for hundreds of years, uh, some places in the world, even, you know, getting over a thousand years, some of these ideas? Well, they, you know, they will remain where there is vibrational agreement for them. They will okay. remain. It's the human collective that will move away. It's the human collective that will evolve beyond it. You know, we say if you want to cure your illness, evolve into a space of vibration where the illness cannot exist, which is in alignment. So everything that the chaos that's happening and, and all the stuff that's been created, third dimension is not going away. 
We just are moving from it. We go through it. It doesn't go through. We go through it. We move through the consciousness and we experience ourselves in a different realm. So so it's very similar to at a certain point, all of humanity was basically barbaric and was doing barbaric things to people around ourselves. Now, now there are pockets of the world that still believe that and still do that almost the same way they did a thousand years ago. Yes. And there's other places that have evolved and not evolved to the point of, you know, enlightenment, but have evolved somewhat from where we are. Is that kind of what you're talking about? We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Yes. Um, but as you evolve, you know, as your as the human aspect, the individual and the collective, as you evolve, you experience less and less, obviously, of the contrast. You mm. ch- you don't choose it anymore because it's always only a choice. So mm. there are there are those there are we are we are leading edge. You are leading edge. We are we are you are you are built. You have built a platform for all of this stuff you know, that people are, are waking up to because the vibration is shifting on the planet and people, you know, the people that know what's going on, they're handling it, you know, as best mm-hmm. they can. We've not been through this before, remember, but the people that don't know what's going on are going more into fear. Now, the the consciousness doesn't change. We are the ones that change ourselves. So the third dimension, the earth's not going away, but we're building a new one. We're creating the new earth is available in its non-physical form right now. It's in the fifth dimension. It's already created uh, vibrationally. You can visit it anytime in its non-physical state. But you cannot go there because you are dominant in your third your third dimensional vibration. And there's no vibrational agreement for a physical body on the new earth. Not this physical body. And that's what we're moving toward. Answer that question. <laughs> it did. On tangents a lot. It did. It did. It did answer that question. <laughs> um, uh, now, does does Joseph have any parting question, uh, parting uh, messages for the audience? You know, we would say that to begin this journey always begins with yourself, and it's all about you, and it's all about loving yourselves. When you are authentically in love with yourself, which is your collective self, which is the us of you, um, authentic love, you can do nothing that will impact the universe, your family, uh, your relationships, your soul, more than loving yourself. Um, it is it is the vibration your planet needs at this time. Um, for more to be focused on their own alignment, because as Abraham says, uh, one in alignment is more powerful than a million who are not. And you are seeing the results of the out of alignment choosing. And remember, there is no judgment. When you move into the space of alignment, you have no judgment. It is a perspective of love and it's a perspective of choosing. So we would say, start by loving yourselves, love yourself, figure out talk to your soul, talk to your guides, talk to whoever you're talking to and shift your vibration. It's the most important thing right now is to conjure new beliefs, conjure a new foundation that is built on the universal laws because they are in alignment. And when you build, you cannot take your beliefs with you, cover them up, tuck them in and leave them where they belong. And the third dimension of contrast, they are a vibration. Now, Cindy, I'm going to ask you and Joseph uh, a few questions I ask all of my guests. What is your definition of living a fulfilled life? Mm. Joy, just living joy, living happy because you're in alignment. (laughs) Now, this question specifically for Cindy, if she can go in, if you, Cindy, can go back in time in a time machine and speak to your younger self, what advice would you give her? Oh, wow. I might start crying. Not pay attention to what other people say about you. Don't believe what other people say about you. Trust yourself. Don't believe what other people tell you you can and can't do. And you are so much more than they think you are. 
How do you define God? The collective soul, which is the all of everything. And what is the ultimate purpose of life? To expand, to expand love, uh, to expand the, uh, if you're talking about our, our physical life, it is to expand the human aspect of the soul, which expands everything. It's expansion. And Cindy, where can people find out more about you and the and Joseph and the work that you guys are doing mm-hmm. in the world? On our website, uh, teachingsofjoseph.com. Uh, everything is there. You know, our books are there. The seven steps are there. There's an, a resource page there for people that were just starting out that might help them with other things. You know, we're just getting started. If you haven't realized yet, this is a big subject. <laughs> and, you know, so we're we're treading water right now. We're treading. We're trying and to get Cindy, out there. And Cindy, do you have any messages, uh, parting messages for the audience? Yeah, I'd say don't give up. Don't ever give up and, and trust your own guidance. Um, it's a frustrating time for a lot of humans. Um, I've been through, I'm going through thick of it all the time. We are all expanding and focus on, focus on your soul, get connected, get connected. And, and, you know, because that's where your truth comes from. Um, that's what I would say. Just don't give up. Don't ever give up. Just keep going. Cindy, thank you so much for this time. And Joseph, thank you so much for this time. Uh, And I hope this conversation helps people around the world. And I appreciate what you and Joseph are doing to awaken the planet. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Alex. We appreciate you too. Thanks for what you do. I want to thank Cindy so much for coming on the show and sharing her knowledge with all of us. If you want to get links to anything we spoke about in this episode, head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash 300. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, trust the journey. It is here to teach you. I'll talk to you soon.